Hey everyone, and welcome to another Yogi Misfit session. My name is Danny Pomploon, and I'm your host. Welcome to session 49. In today's episode, I've got Micah on, and she has got an incredible story. Um, I've had different yogis on with with, uh, with stories about how you know yoga has changed them and, and how it saved them, and I'm always a fan of hearing more. I think we need more of it, and I think that the more that this conversation continues to happen, like the more people will also find the strength to find their voice and maybe to share their stories or maybe even to step out of their their shadow side. Um, she was super brave and vulnerable to just let it all out there and, and really tell us, you know, how she was able to shake out of her dark her darkness through yoga. And, and you know, I know that firsthand for sure. Um, so I hope you guys enjoy the episode. Um, and of course, we'd love to thank our friends over at SF Yoga Mag. You guys rock. Without further ado, here, oh yeah, don't forget, Bali Retreat. You probably heard it on the last episode. There's still space. Come on by. (laughs) Cheap plug, guys. I got to do it. Uh, Enjoy the episode. Hey, Micah, welcome to the show. Hi, thanks for having me. How's it going? Yeah, pretty good. Are you? How are you? T- I'm good. I was. Um, so I just did another recording earlier, and I was saying about how I haven't been home because I've been gone for like trainings and all sorts of fun things. So like, I actually am like in my room, and it's really weird because I'm like, oh, I, I actually live here. <laughs> Welcome back. <laughs> but it's it's good. It's it feels good to be back. Every time I get, every time I leave San Francisco, I always look forward to coming back just because I, I love it here so much. It's it's definitely it's like my home home. I I, I never I, I've been wanting to live here forever. So I finally you know. I get right. I get homesick when I leave. Well, that's always a good sign, right? You want to be wanting to come. One hundred percent, man. Yeah, there's no place like home. So anyway, um, let's. Uh, I want to just jump on. I mean, I normally just want to jump on in, but uh, let's get started. You've got an incredible story, and yoga is a big part of. I mean, I almost want to call it your savior, but you do so much yeah. more than that. But let's let's dive on in. Share away. All right, sounds good. So yeah, where do I start? So I guess when I was younger, I kind of faced things that other people face too, right? We get older, we kind of figure life out, we figure out what we want and who we are. And I thought I was doing a pretty good job, right? I'm from Germany originally, and I moved to Berlin. And I had this whole plan set up. I wanted to be an event manager at a school there that I wanted to go to. And that all worked out. And I kind of just dove in. And I thought, okay, let's just, you know, do this. And then I can create this beautiful life for myself. And during studying, things started to get harder, right? I was like, man, this this is difficult and it's a new city and it's so many challenges. And um, yeah, just what we all face. And I realized I didn't like what I was doing. And I thought, well, this is just because it's studies, right? This is hard. This is not the job yet. This is not exactly what I wanted to do. I just got to get through this. And then things like that kept coming up where I felt like I just need to get through this to like get to the nice stuff. Right. And yeah, fair enough. After three, three and a half years of work and studies and internships and putting all this time and I had my job and I started working and I realized it still felt as like unsatisfying as the studies did. I was like, what's wrong? Mm-hmm. This is what I wanted. Like this is what I was working for. And during that time it was like, 
a couple of months, right? Where I thought I need to settle in. I need to like, whatever I told myself I needed to do to like, well, feel better with what I was doing. Right. Wasn't happening. And in that time I like tried yoga the first time. And to be completely honest, I tried it because everybody was doing it. And because it just felt like, you know, not therapy, but not a workout, you know, it just had that thing, that little extra to it that I didn't really know about that people talked about. And I was like, I'll try that out. Right. And, um, I had this beautiful, uh, teacher and I think it took me forever to like get what she was saying. And a lot of her words just went right over my head. Like be more with yourself. If you have no idea how to do that, you sit there and you're like, duh, I'm right here. Like how? <laughs> you're like, cool. Well, I, I just showed up, obviously. Exactly. Like, this is me. I'm a package deal. Like, what? Off it, right? Right. But I'd be there thinking about dinner and about my friends and about like all the things that had nothing to do with myself or yoga. <laughs> um, so it took me a long time. But luckily, something in me told me to like trust the practice and trust the process. And I, I don't know what that was. But I, I stuck with it and I went to the classes. I was highly competitive, right? Because <laughs> everyone wants to get first place in yoga. Oh, hello. Yes. <laughs> like, I'm going to fight this, right? Oh, my goodness. So probably one of the like typical A types, you know, just pushing and trying to be the best. Um, but yeah, something within me just kind of helped me there. And I stayed and I did all my classes and... I remember this one class where the teacher in the end of the class said, you know, let's be grateful for the practice and all the awesomeness about yourself. And I was like, yeah. <laughs> and then she went on and she said, and at that same moment, be grateful for all the shittiness within you. And I was like, what? But something happened in that moment where I was like, I can actually do that. Like I can actually accept my struggle and my uncertainty and my weirdness and my all the like moments I'm not happy in. And I just felt that like being with myself, like in that moment I was with myself. And I think that changed a lot about my practice. And I kept doing my yoga and I actually started looking into teacher trainings because I wanted to deepen my practice. Mm -hmm. And I was in another like job change right after. And basically the job that I didn't like so much in the end, um, just kind of quit myself like I don't even know what exactly happened it wasn't because I wasn't performing or whatever it was like a contract issue and um, I just couldn't work there anymore mm -hmm. and it was weird but at the same time I was like this is amazing like this is such a good sign and I'll just do yoga for a bit and I'll just you know embrace that kind of journey and yeah did the practice or the, the teacher training for my personal development and my own practice but I walked out of there feeling so amazing that I was like I need to share this like i need to tell people about this how you could feel right. right yeah and that was kind of the first step like how i got started into yoga and talking to a lot of people now like i realize that so many people struggle with themselves or you know all the shoulds like you you should enjoy your job or you should do this and you should be that and you should take care of yourself and that's hard if you don't know how right so so how do you, I mean, and, 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 you know, I think we, we, uh, we both laugh cause or not laugh, but we can both agree. Like, it's kind of funny cause we have a similar story, but, and we're both like, when you're going through the trenches, you like, don't know how to get out of it. You know, and like, how do you like, where were you at in your mind where you were like, I need, I need more. 
I need more of this and people need to know about this. <laughs> right. Well, in the beginning, again, I, I don't really know what like brought me back to yoga because it didn't really do what I thought it would do in the beginning. Um, but yeah, there was, there was that trust within me that was like, just go back, like just keep going back for a bit and see what happens. Because of course, when you are in those moments, you're like, just give me the answers. Like, just tell me exactly what to do. I don't want to do the work. I don't want to, you know, people tell you, you've got the answers and you got to breathe through it and you just got to show up. And you're like, yeah, I get it. But what's the point? <laughs> right. Right. Cause there's more to that. Yeah. Um, but as soon as I kind of got little moments of peace, I think you, you want more of that and you understand that, yeah, it's not about the perfect job and it's not about, you know, being your best self or however you want to call it. I mean, all these things are great, but being present sometimes even with your shittiness or with moments of struggle, that's awesome. You know, that's where you, you feel things and where you can be, but how can you make changes? How can you move forward and develop if you're not even in that position of action? Right. Right. If you're not recognizing that, that, well, yeah, if you're not acknowledging like the crappy stuff and just kind of, like you said earlier, you're just kind of breezing through it. Like you, you, you have no place to act from because you think everything's okay. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Like it's hard to solve a problem you're not willing to have. So it's yeah. Oh my gosh. Wow. Yeah. So true. Cause you just, yeah. yeah, it's, it's not a problem until you decide that like, okay, this is actually a thing now. Exactly. Like I don't want this. I don't want this, you know, the way I have it right now. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And then this like incredible journey began. I mean, yeah, yoga really kind of became that magic carpet for me. Like I really started traveling and working abroad and wherever I went, like I knew I had a piece of home within me, like that place and that feeling that I could tap into wherever I was and feel at home with that rather than mm. trying to recreate home somewhere else. Or, you know, you don't always meet the people that you love to hang out with. Like sometimes there's nice people, but, you know, they all do different things. Like how many times in Southeast Asia is a, a yoga teacher and a, you know, kind of, kind of serious yogi on a, on a path. Right. Like people that would like party all night and drink. And I was like, that's awesome. Like, you guys do that. And I couldn't. I was like, I, I can't level with you. Not because I, I think that's less important or different, but I, that's not where I was at. Mm -hmm. Like, I want to be you know, centered and I want to get my good night's sleep. And <laughs> so it was hard sometimes. What do you think shifted that like, you know, uh, I, I remember when I, like for me, it was one day when I woke up extremely hungover. It was like, I, I don't know, I'd gone out and on like a three day drinking party and I just woke up and I was like, I don't want to do this anymore. I can't physically do this. Any like I, I just, I don't want to feel like shit anymore. You know, the, the jig was up. Like it, it stopped working. Like, where were you at when you decided like, okay, I'm done. You mean like earlier on in my, yeah. 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 Oh God. I think, um, yeah, probably somewhere in between that. I just kept myself so busy. I mean, I studied, um, eight hours a day. That was kind of our rhythm. And then on the weekends I worked. And then usually after, I got done with my hours at university. I would go and do my internship. Mm -hmm. So my whole day was full. And then, of course, you know, you go see your friends. You kind of do your household. You, you do that stuff. Um, yeah, and I just realized I was I was tired. Like I wasn't in a place where I felt 
energetic or inspired. I just kind of made it through every single day. And I don't think any of my friends really realize that I'm really good at like masking it. Right. And mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. looking like everything's really deliberate and stuff. I was in some, not even relationships, but just, you know, kind of with, with people that I thought they would be good in my life, but really I knew that they would just, you know, throwing me off balance. Um, and back then it was just hard for me to let that go to like really recognize these things. And I knew like, you know, I feel like often we know it's, it's unhealthy or we know it's not the way to go, but I just kept going because I didn't know any different. Like back then it was really hard for me to actually stop and reflect or to like be smart and say, okay, what is my life right now? What are my categories? What are my areas of life? And how do I want to shift them in terms of priority? Like how do I spend my time in a day? How can I make myself feel better? Like how do I even want to feel? Like all these things that now I'm like, oh my goodness, like just sit back, take a breath and look at it, like feel within yourself. I didn't do that ever when I was younger. And I think because I was still living in my head, there was so much less connection to what I felt. And there was that strong feeling of push through. You should be doing this and, you know, you're supposed to do that. And this is going to be great. Just keep pushing through. And yeah, in the end, when I actually worked the job that I was going for, I realized the the feeling that I connected with that wasn't even there. Like it wasn't mm -hmm. connected. And, and that's when I started like really taking steps to change because I didn't want that. Like I worked for something that I puzzled together out of like random pieces that didn't even fit together. <laughs> I right. Like, but right. I'm going to yeah. make it fit, right? You just right. push it in there. Yeah. So what I've done kind of next, and again, this is where yoga has been like this ongoing healing process of like learning and being with myself, which yes, in the beginning was incredibly hard, but even being with myself when I was kind of all over the shop and just be there and be like, it's okay though. Like it's okay to be busy in your mind and it's okay to have thoughts that sometimes I didn't know where they come from or feelings that were passing through me where I was like, I don't even know what that is. But, you know, um, I'm happy to, to feel it now. Um, so long process. And then basically in terms of jobs, what I did, I sat down and wrote a happy list, you know, so kind of mm -hmm. starting to get more in touch with myself. And I just sat on the ground in my like tiny Berlin room, put some music on and scribbled all the things onto a piece of paper that I wanted to have in my everyday life, like things, tiny things, right, that make me happy. Love the sure. melody. Sure. I wanted to be outside more random stuff. And then I looked at the piece of paper and I was like, none of this is really in my day. Like none of this is part of my stable everyday life. Like I had to sit in traffic in the morning to get to work. Wherever I was working, there was no healthy food options. And what I've done over time then was kind of instead of what I was doing before, right? Kind of building that bigger picture and trying to live up to it. I was like, mm -hmm. no, this is dumb. I'm just going <laughs> to take all the little pieces that I like in my everyday and start living a very wholesome everyday life with yoga and meditation and a healthy food and enough sleep and, and see where that gets me. I'll just let that create the bigger picture kind of by living it rather than putting something together and then hoping that once you get there and once you make it through the strenuous journey of some kind of just keeping your head down and working hard to then get the, to the beautiful picture. <laughs> I was like, we don't live the bigger picture anyways, right? We live the moments. We sit in traffic <laughs> and we 
Yeah. We all yoga practice on the mat, but we don't live a job title or we don't live, you know, um, the family photo. We, we just have these moments. Yeah. And yeah, once I realized that through yoga, I guess it really opened up that new perspective for me in life. And that was the main shift. I think a lot of people, like, I, I mean, I, I mean, I can't make a, blank, a blanket statement about everybody, but what I can say is I think a lot of people kind of go through these motions and they go through these, um, yeah, it's almost, you, you, recently I've been talking a lot in my yoga classes of like the difference between living and existing. And I think some people are afraid to live almost because existing is a lot more comfortable. Well, and it's, it's responsibility, right? Somebody tells you that, oh my God, you're responsible for like everything you create and everything that you live and a lot of what you feel. And you're like, oh, thanks. No, that's fine. I don't <laughs> Feelings, <laughs> no thanks. <laughs> no thanks. Yeah. Um, that's a tough one. Yeah, absolutely. How do you keep things in check now? To make sure that you don't go back to that place, to make sure that you don't fall back into those patterns, to make sure that you're keeping yourself in integrity and honest. Right. That's that's a good one. So for one, it's kind of surrounding myself with people that um, kind of are on the same path or that want to be healthy and fit and balanced as well. And I think kind of having those reminders and checking in with even other people um, is really good and inspires me and it helps me to you know, have those reminders even for myself, whether that's, hey, let's go to yoga class or even questions like, you know, you asking me, how do you do it? Where you're like, yeah, how do I do it? Like, let me be accountable. Mm -hmm. That's really good stuff. And then I think, I think for the most part that I'm so happy that I, I wouldn't want to go back. Like there's a lot of things that I know probably won't ever surface again, just because they're not in my system anymore, or um, maybe back then I did them because I really didn't know better. But now having that knowledge or having that experience, I don't think they'll be ever important to me again or ever sound like a good idea again. Sure. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, on the other hand, you know, I still obviously have those moments where I struggle to understand if I'm being kind to myself or if I'm being lazy. Like that's been mm -hmm. a, a bit of a kind of journey in, in the last few months where I was like, okay, I'm tired. Should I still go to this class or should I like stay home and rest? And that's been hard. Well, I was like, well, I'm not a hundred percent. Like sometimes I still go and I'm like, that's fine. It was perfect. And sometimes I stay home and I'm like, well, this is awesome too. Like I feel really rested and relaxed, but um, I just try to stay in the moment and stay really present with everything that's going on mm -hmm. and decide it as I go. Right. I mean, that still is the, the biggest thing. I always remind people like there's not one yoga class I've ever gone to and left and been like, that was a terrible idea. I'm so terrible. I'm so, I, I'm, I, I hate that I did that for myself. <laughs> I know, that is like there's never, there's never one class that I go to that. I think that even if, even if it's like not my favorite flow or like my favorite style or whatever, I'm still like, it just feels good to do something for me. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. I mean, that's why I'm blessed to like roll up my mat here and even just stretch and you know, do my little flow at home to like keep my practice up. But yeah, I love going to classes just to be with other people and, you know, get inspired by different movements and flows. And yeah, it's absolutely beautiful. Something happens every time we have the opportunity to come to our mats. And I think that we forget that. And like, what, you know, the, like the key is like, we get to come to our mats, you know, yeah. we get to, 
and we can look at it like that. We can think about it like that, but I think it's easy to forget that. It's easy to forget that we get to come to our mat and we get to do yoga and we get to enjoy the things that we do in life. If we choose that again, it's like your mindset of like living or existing. Do you want to struggle or do you want to surrender? Yeah. I like that. I really like that. So now you're doing now you, now you're actually helping people go through their journeys as well. Exactly. So yeah, funny enough, based on that happy list that I wrote, I, I took a job in Cambodia and I moved away from Berlin on a whim. Um, so one year in Cambodia as a yoga retreat, um, kind of admin manager and yoga teacher. And then from there, I wanted to go a little more into kind of nutrition and holistic wellness and went to Thailand for another year. Still did a lot of marketing and management for um, a retreat center there, but still taught yoga and meditation and also learned more about coaching. Because I realized mm. early on when I started teaching private yoga sessions, a lot of people would come and want to talk. And I was like, well, that's great. But it felt a little out of my out of my scope of practice. You know, I, I really tried to help them, but as a yoga teacher. But very naturally, I kind of had a lot of questions and I wanted to hold the space a bit better. So I just started learning a bit more about the concept of, yeah, coaching. You know, how can you help people by asking probing questions and that. So all of that kind of came together. Um, I actually met my husband in Thailand and he's from here, from the Bay Area. So over like different countries and travels and another yoga retreat in Spain and all that, I'm now here in the Bay Area and um, yeah, teaching yoga classes and fitness classes and helping people exactly like build a healthy and authentic lifestyle that they feel in balance with. And that's um, beautiful. It's cool because you can speak from your experience too. So, you know, you know, you have an insight to some of the struggle and to the pain and you can relate to that and that makes it real and so attainable, you know? Yeah. I, I think that is probably the, the best part of it that, yeah, I can, I can relate and I can understand where people are at. Um, but yeah, every, every story still is, is so different and so individual. Sure. Sure. I love it, Micah. Thank you so much for, for, I mean, one being vulnerable. I think when, um, you know, we share our stories, it gives people that don't have a voice, um, an opportunity to, to be heard. And it also gives them strength. You know, it, it gives them permission to know that it's okay to share and that it's okay for us to share. So, so thank you so much for being vulnerable and, and thanks for just doing what you're do, doing and, and supporting other people and, and, and helping people out. And I think, you know, whoever listening to the podcast, you know, there's something out of this for everybody, you know, that we, there is an opportunity, there is hope and there is strength out there. We just have to believe in it and believe in ourselves as well. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Thank you so much for having me. That was, yeah. Thank Thanks so much for stopping on the show. I'll make sure I drop your, uh, your info in the show notes so people can contact you and find out what you're up to and where you're, where you're buzzing around in the Bay. Sounds good. All right. I'll see you in class. <laughs> Perfect. Yeah. Until the next Yogi Misfit session, this is Micah and Danny saying peace out. Peace out. Peace out.